Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Australia's most family-friendly podcast network. Do you know what the most expensive shoe in the world is? No, I don't. Do you want to hear about it? If I had to guess, I think it would be some kind of a uh, beautiful horse. The whole horse is the shoe? Well, I was thinking that maybe the horse's shoe would be so expensive because it has to fit this gorgeous horse. But Um, now I'm thinking about it, it'd probably be pretty expensive to buy two horses. Yeah. So that sounds uh, more like uh, some kind of lynching where you um, stick your uh, feet up two horses' assholes and they both run either forwards or away from each other. Yeah. You kind of get split down the middle or carried out of town. Yeah, hmm. uh, yeah. Um, I like my new shoes. They're beautiful. They really hurt my head against the ground and the stones. No, yeah, I'm kind of trying to wear them in. And by that, I mean wear out the back of my head as it clatters against the cobblestones. <laughs> Did I tell you recently that I uh, got sighted with a black cat and am therefore believed to be of the devil? <laughs> anyway. Their brain is spilling out of their head and they're like, yeah, me love new shoe for my when I'm living. <laughs> uh, like to wear, but thinking, wear... Where go to it? Have one uh, recommendation. One have, and then we go. Don't let anyone hit ass of shoe. No, they're run very shoe so fast and hit head on too fast. If shoe see a mouse, will hurt groin. I think it would one shoe see a mouse. One shoe see a mouse. Other shoe don't see mouse. One shoe run hurt my penis. Mm. Uh, I think that. It would feel like such a betrayal having my brains dashed out on the ground. Oh, you, yeah? Because I've spent all my time with that guy. Not using them? Oh. Mm. Hmm. And then the first person to use your brain is the ground? Yeah, that would suck. For supper. I would hate for the first thing to pass through my brain be like an arrow or something. I yeah. really want to put my really want to put my brain cells together and have an idea before I get killed by, I don't know, a log trap yeah, that I trigger yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So However it is that I'm going to go. A bear trap having a wonderful meal on your lobe before yeah. your lobe has been used for any thought. Yeah. Well, I really want to protect my feet in the wilderness. I'm like, oh, quick, better check this with my head. <laughs> Just I rubbing am- it against the ground for anything to go off. 
I would love I love the idea of you like in an A shape with your head lying against the ground and mm. you slowly tiptoeing forward, rubbing your face just against all of the soil and the weeds and the newts. Yeah. The same way in Cube where they like throw a shoe into the room to check if it's booby trapped or not. I cut I off my head and throw my head into Cube. I love Cube. Cube's a great Cube's film. Cube's great a movie. Cube's a great film. And it's incredible that Cube 2, Hypercube, is somehow bad. Yeah. With the name Hypercube attached to it, it's crazy that they they, they fumble the past. Yeah, I'd like to see Hypercube have not been bad. Hmm. Sometimes you can think about a thing yeah. and it doesn't quite sing when you say it. Hey, Demi, wouldn't you hit me with the world's most expensive shoes? Well, this is number 20 on the list. Oh, boy. $10,000, the Lu- Louis Vito Manhattan Richelieu men's shoes. $10,000, these $10, are. $10,000? This brand is considered to be the epitome of luxury in the world of fashion, so it makes sense that the product it delivers will be incredibly detailed. It just looks like a shoe. One of the things you can do there, though, is knock a bit off the price by buying... Uh, Two shoes separately for four nine nine nine. Yes, yeah, that's true. Mm. Well, you would think that getting the two together would get you a discount, but no. Yeah. Makes it hey, more expensive. Uh, can I um have two of that shoe? Oh, and you're saying that'll be the same price. Interesting. Interesting. That's interesting. Because I'm offering to buy more than I have to from more you. More than I have to. I only need one of these things. I'm a real hopper. <laughs> I love to hop. Yeah. Them because calling your you foot blood. is in love with your butt cheek, so you don't want to separate them. Mm. You keep it tied up there. What, uh, what's the shoe look like? Just looks like a shoe. Just a black shoe with some dots on it's it. Just a fucking foot garage, baby. Looks like shit. It just like, it's like, I guess it's probably snake or something. Or is this snake is... not expensive? I don't know. Snake feels like it would be expensive because it's. Oh, uh, probably exotic. it's crocodile. It's probably crocodile. Mm. Um, Nike Air Mag 2016, $26,000. Golly, would you look at these trash bags? <laughs> oh my God, they look like a pre order bonus for a game that's already folded before yeah. it comes out. Yeah. That looks like dog shit. They're like gray and white with kind of like sci fi accents. Do they have, are they lights or are they, hold on. And folks, I know oh, what you're yeah. thinking about yeah. the sci-fi accents. Yeah, these sci-fi accents are even worse than the uh, Trade Federation in yeah. episode one. It's French. Mm. Uh, what are they, lights? If you're a fan of sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. So, hold on a second. <clears throat> if you're a fan of sneakers, then this is one shoe you might consider taking out a second mortgage on your house for. Oh, my God. Yeah, I might. Um. And you're saying this is one shoe? Because again... (laughs) This kind of brings me back to my previous point. I got two of these down hands. So uh, how about chucking me a second snick? The 2006 edition of the Air... 2016, sorry, edition of the Air Mag was directly lifted from the cult 80s sci-fi hit Back to the Future 2. Of course it was. Of course it was. And it probably has those things where you press the button and they go... Oh, God. While the auto-lacing feature and lights in that pair were achieved using cinematic effects... You're kidding me! Yeah. I can't believe they didn't invent a shoe for the movie. Oh, they should have just invented the shoe. Probably would have been easier. They should have just waited for And you could have sold the shoe. And lights in that pair were achieved using cinematic effects 30 years later. All that technology has become a reality. Wow. These sneakers are battery-powered. 
Oh, man. Feature a motor. Hey, babe, you want to come out for coffee? No, I got to change the batteries on my shoe. <laughs> That's like, the, the, the whole thing about smart technology and things getting better is that they are just getting worse. Yeah. Like the, all the shit about, oh, my smoke detector's firmware is out of date. And yeah. so uh, I've got no way of knowing how much fire there is in my house right yeah. now. Yeah, just like shoes controlled by an app. Yeah. Like how about my legs, maybe? Mm. I want my legs to control you. my shoes. Huh? I've, I've got an app for you. Yeah? Out the outdoors. That's great. It kind of contains so many things. Mm -hmm. mm. Only a 100 were manufactured by the brand, making them incredibly rare. Right now, these shoes command an average market price of $26,000. I would probably have made more. I would have made more of the shoe to whenever, make more money. Whenever a company makes something rare, I'm like, why not make it much more available? Why don't you have more of them and then make yeah. them more money? Why don't it? we simply have more yeah. of it? If it costs that much, just completely not understanding or maybe, supply or demand. Yeah, but why don't you even then, <laughs> if you only made 100, like make them $5 million of hair? Yeah. So, uh, 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 Idiots. Idiots. Also, calling it an air mag is yucky to me. That's probably from the, the movie, though, right? I don't know whether they actually say the name of the shoe. Ugh. Yeah, uh, no, let's, you're right. Let's move on down the list. <laughs> uh, number 18, Testoni men's dress shoes. Mm. $30,000. God damn they're just, it. They're just shoes. They look, like, they look like emo Doc Martens. They're those brown, they're like maroon. They look like shit they're to me. They're just shoes. But I think like also we are dunces who don't, like these are, are these for people who move in circles where the amount of money spent on the shoe is easily recognized? And so it's like, oh, that guy's walking around with 30 grand on his feet. I don't know. It Honestly, I would just feel a bag with the cash. But a Ziploc bag and then just tape that to your feet. But it's shoes. Yeah. It's shoes. And don't you think that walking around with like just a fucking garbage bag full of trash would be better? Yeah. Obviously I do. Good. One sec. Yeah, you're getting the charger. Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Stop talking so it's easier to win. <laughs> all right, well, now it's all staying in. No. Okay, so these shoes, the dress shoes are really alien to me because to me they look, as a fashion dunce, as someone who truly doesn't understand what makes, I mean, I guess they're made out of nice stuff. I, I don't, don't know. know. Look, I'm just talking around in circles. This one doesn't even say, right, so number 18, it just says, anyway, they're, they're good. They're completely, they're incredibly light and completely water resistant. Mm. So first of all, saying completely water resistant doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. Yeah. Because this it's is waterproof. Water, water resistant just means that it won't get permanently damaged for a little bit longer. Yeah. This food is completely half salty. Yeah, right. Like. Mm. Completely somewhat edible. Yeah. Yeah, right. Anyway. Um, so number 18 was Testoni's men's dress shoes, and number 17 is Testoni shoes. Huh. $38,000. Men are often clueless when it comes to what looks good on their feet. Not really. These two beautiful horses look amazing. So. Yeah. And also toes. You seen those things? Yeah. I'm getting some more of them added in the new year. Well, they look fucking rad, and they help you stand up. Right? I'm going to get some added to the back of the foot as well. I'm actually thinking of um, t just having one big toe. Whoa. Like, That's nice. Not just my big toe, but one big toe. Man, imagine... Like a meaty flipper. How... Imagine clipping your one whole size of foot toenail. Oh, you think I'm going to fucking do that? Oh. I'm going to cut holes in the front of the shoe. No. For the toenail. I think it'd be good to 
Maybe if it, you know toes if, at the back of the foot. Though. If you just take me out more and let me run on cement, that toenail will get ground down. Yeah, but I'm not going to let you do mm, that. Yeah, that's fair. You and your mask huffing and puffing your way down the <laughs> cement. <laughs> anyway, that one's thirty-eight thousand dollars. Is the second test stone issues? Man, uh, we're uh, how, okay. Maybe we should do a ballpark guess because now if we're at $30,000 for number 18 on the list, how expensive do you think the most expensive shoe is going to be? I'm going to say $25 million. Okay. I'm going to say $25 million and $1. That's not. You can't allow. I did it. Well, now I'm going to re-guess. Okay, go ahead. And it's a secret in my head and I'm not going to tell you what it is. And I will be honest. Definitely. All right, and now that you've locked that in, definitely, I'm going to change mine to $25 million and four. For what? Three dollars. <laughs> four, four threes. Yeah. So $25 million and 12. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, 16 is Nike SoCal Air Force One Supreme Max. <laughs> oh, my God. They titled it like an anime. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Bubblegum fart machine, 2003. Yeah, they charge by the word over at Nike. <laughs> what the hell? Reliable old Nike. Comes <laughs> on the list. <laughs> With the futuristic sounding, Jesus Christ, they look like fucking dog farts. Yeah. Look at this. $50,000. Oh, they're just grey. They've got some fluoro underneath oh, on, the, look- on the sole of the oh. shoe. And also the laces are neon yellow as well unlike the air force one range which is was a diamond studded extravaganza this pair takes things a step further does it i've been saying that the diamond studded extravaganza was an air force one yeah haven't i always said that about shoes yeah i think you did say it a lot what's more the company has increased the durability of this footwear this time around the splashes Mm. of bright neon featured on the body of these shoes should have been ott but they actually play well with the overall streamlined look they look like shit while the top part of these shoes is composed of premium quality leather the bottom section is made of 3M reflective material. The neon laces what? are a nice touch. They're just... Ru- they're made of 3M? They're rubber and 3M. No, sorry, leather and 3M. And apparently that's very durable. They're just fucking high-vis. They're shoes. They're shoes. They're shoes with a Daryl jacket on. That's fucked up. Yeah, no, knocking off late tonight. Yeah, the, yeah. Nike's gonna do the thing where have you read, ever read the sh- the Roald Dahl short sco- short story Skin? No. Where it's where is it anything like Chuck Palahniuk's guts? No, it's uh, but we can talk about that in a second. Yeah, sure. But Skin had a thing in it where um, uh, Skin is a short story. Spoilers for the short story Skin coming up. Um, where What's a guy got a again? skin. And will there be any spoilers in here? Absolutely. And who's it by? Rolled Dahl. And what's that name again? Skin. That is the story that I now intend to spoil in its entirety. So if you want, pause the podcast, go and read the Rolled Dahl short story, Skin. Well, I haven't read it. Okay, well, get ready for it to be spoiled for you. (laughs) Uh, In the short story. Which is called. Skin by Rolled Dahl. Okay. Which I'm now going to spoil. He talks about... uh, Like milk. Yeah. And that it's a four-letter word. (laughs) 
like milk waste on the counter. You're going to spoil it, huh? Yes. The story. Yes, Cold exactly. Skin yes. By Rod Dahl. I am going to do that now. And without any further interruption, I uh-huh. see no reason not to continue on with my mission, which is to spoil the short story skin by Roald Dahl. This story sounds crazy! <laughs> I can't wait to hear this crazy story! A guy gets a tattoo what? and then years later finds on out his, that it's on by... His, uh, on, his, on his back. A guy oh, has a his, back tattoo. And where does the tattoo sit on his back? It's kind of the whole of the back. Oh, on his... On, on his upper back. Skin. To middle back, on yeah. his skin. Yeah. And he gets the tattoo and he realises that Not Roald Dahl doesn't get it. No, the he man... He wrote the, the story. Mm. Who's the man in the story? What's his name? I don't know. It's not really important. What's important is what happens in the story to the man. And it's a short story? Yes. Called Skin. Yes. It's found in the collection which is of the same name. Now is this... And it brings me no joy to tell you this, Demi, but the story Skin can be found in the book of short stories which is titled Skin. <gasps> what? Yes. This is making me so glad that I found a new DSer. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the short story skin. Short story skin? Okay, this is... Wait, if, I, if you tell me this, is it going to spoil me reading the story? I don't think it would spoil the experience of reading the story because it's still a good story. But there's going to be spoilers in it? Yes. The short story skin? There are spoilers for the short story skin. I rolled up. God damn, this poor fucking DSer. Smoke <laughs> pouring out the sides. Um, I... Dick sucker. Hmm. Uh, I uh, anyway it's in a this dry penis in this and a mouthful story, of gravel. The, this, this. Short story. It's not a long this one. Is, I rolled up. I just remembered why I brought this up and had the whole sense that this is absolutely not worth it. Come crashing down. No, on what me. is the what, what happens in the story? What happens in the story? But is wait, that don't a man give any details. That is going to make it so that I don't get the twists and turns and the joy of them when I'm uh, reading the story. Okay then. I well, don't want the, I don't want it to be spoiled. So the premise like of the short story skin is that a man is found. Oh, crazy! That's not what a crazy story! A man finds out that he has a back tattoo. Air Jordan, that is silver shoes, sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> sixty thousand. Since it was first launched, this sleek-looking pair of Air Jordans has been the envy of shoe enthusiasts across the world. I guess they are a sight to behold and have been signed by the legend Michael Jordan himself. So wait, this is oh, just one pair fair. of shoes? Okay, so this is just a pair of shoes that are signed by Michael Jordan. So I feel like that would increase the value of pretty much anything. Air Jordan, silver shoes. What but would you what, like okay. to have signed by Michael Jordan? Um, himself. Yeah? And then I get to keep him. Mm, that'd be nice. I'm like, hey, can you sign this for me? And I hand him his leg. Oh, man, he'd be so furious to be tricked like that. Yeah, and now you're mine. <laughs> hey, I was wondering why that tickled. Because <laughs> on his leg is written a deed to the Michael Jordan for Demi Lardner, and he <laughs> signs it over to me. Well, yeah, I go up to him first, and I tell him that my name is a deed to the Michael Jordan family. But yeah, can yes. you please write that on your <laughs> yeah, leg? Hey, I've got, yeah, my name is this following legal binding contract. <laughs> Wouldn't that be better, actually, instead of like going up to, like uh, let's say, oh, Michael Jordan, mm. and being like, hey, can you sign my titties? Wouldn't it be better to be like, hey, can I sign your titties? Mm. And then take a photo? Yeah. Wouldn't that be better? I think it would be better. And finally, it gives them an opportunity to give back. Yeah. Sign Michael Jordan. What would you write on Michael Jordan? Do you think there's skin on that thing of his? Hmm. His back? Yes. Actually, wait, no. Why else did he wear that weird basketball vest? Oh, yeah. They probably have to keep him unskinned so they can fit all the basketballs in there. Yeah, I think probably, yeah. So, what a basketball. A basketball's made out of um, rubber. 
Yes. Are they definitely? I think so. What? I'm trying to think of what else feels like. Basketballs made of, thank you, Google. Uh, what's inside a basketball? I fucking know that. Nothing. Except heart. Mm. All right. How, how many basketball, how many basketballs, score basket, five hoops. All right. So it just doesn't want to tell me what they're made out of. Yeah. Who knows why? Nearly all basketballs have an inflatable inner rubber bladder, generally wrapped in layers of fiber and then covered with a surface made either of from leather, traditional, huh. rubber, or a synthetic composite. So it can be leather, but it's usually rubber. Yeah, well, I think... Re- or a le- synthetic le- composite. Le- 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 I think leather would be what the old, old basketballs are made out of. Yes, I agree. That's from when, like... Uh, are you familiar with the fact that the the... When basketball first started in the US, like uh, it was a point of Jewish pride to be like the best basketballers. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. It's, Why? It was just they were very good at it. And then huh. black people came and then they desegregated and they're like, oh no. Oh, whoops. <laughs> oh no. Oh, we're, we're not very tall. Yeah. Um, the silver detail. So, wait, is it one pair of shoes? The legend Michael Jordan himself. The best part about these shoes is that they are quite comfortable to wear. You don't know. Mm. Which is not something that can be said for a lot of the shoes featured in this list. The silver detailing featured on these Air Jordans is a work of art. Now, Tom, can you spot the silver detailing on these shoes? Uh, it's all silver. Yes, so thank you very much for that. Um, the silver it's a detailing silver shoe. featured on these Air Jordans is a work of art, making it the mm. most expensive basketball shoes. Making it the most expensive basketball shoes. I'm starting to have doubts about the... Uh sanctity of this 20 most expensive shoes list this line of shoes all right so it's more than just one shoe so i guess they got michael jordan to sign all of them i want to know how many there are Mm. has become so popular that they are now synonymous with the nike brand itself throughout the world if you consider yourself the biggest michael jordan fan and want to own a pair you must be ready to pay sixty thousand dollars well thank god i don't consider myself them i'm i think i'm probably in like the top three Uh, biggest michael jordan fans but i don't think think i'm anywhere near I think I'm podium, but I think there's such a wide gulf between first and second. Air Jordan silver shoes, how many? But me there? and the other guy at second are probably. I need right to know for my podcast, which I do with my partner, Tom Walker. Maybe you just put in business partner, Tom Walker. Okay, Air Jordan 35 officially unveiled with a design. Okay, that's not telling me anything. Let me just check what... Man, Nike really have to work on their SEO, huh? If that doesn't immediately bring up the result. Yeah. How many... It's not. It doesn't want to tell me how many there are. There can't be that many. You can only write your name so many times. Maybe there's a lot of them, but they're shy. This is not only due to the icon... Why? I want to know how many there are. A decent... uh, For example, a recent pair of game-worn shoes that sold for 190,000. Okay, so it's... So they're like... Damn, you put those things on a turkey? Turkey wobbling around with those things on? Ooh. That'd be scary, being a hunter. Spotting a turkey or an elk. Um, Big shoes on them. Oh, man. You know, even if you're up a tree, that moose with those Air Jordans on is coming for you. The vertical on those guys... And he looks good doing it, too. Turkey's not usually considered game meat. An elk with those shoes on? 
Come strutting out the underbrush? Oh no! Turkeys are usually farmed meat, so. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever, I don't care. I do care. I don't even care. All right, so there, I can't even tell how many of those fucking shoes there is. Oh, no way! <laughs> um, all right, so number 14 is, um, uh, I, hope I, I hope I can say this kind of right. So, mm. um, Nizam Ziket, uh, Charlie Pickerings. <laughs> the shoes that Charlie Char Pickerings Charlie Pickerings tooth slippers. Um, Nizam Sikander Jar's shoes. Uh-huh. $160,000. Whoa. So they belonged to this dude. The delicate design is extreme. In when? Oh, the 18th century. Okay. The delicate design oh. is extremely complex and, any and, anything and anything unlike you've seen before. I feel like this is cheating. Making a shoe that's expensive because it's old, not because it's a shoe. The whole shoe is embroidered using gold thread and features numerous rubies, emeralds, diamonds, and other expensive gemstones. So you bet ready to fucking eat your words like they're a hefty salad, bitch. Well, I feel like it's not expensive because it's a nice shoe. You know, I don't think that would be comfortable to wear. Also, I'm not picturing the gems attached to the outside of the shoe. I think they're just in the middle. Like I'm they're caught the, under your feet like a rock. I'm going to take the gems off to lick and eat. Really? Put it in and set into my tooth. Mm. The shoes valued at $160,000 were the property of a Toronto-based museum but were stolen. Thankfully, they were recovered but <laughs> had sustained some damage in the progress. Yeah, Did you steal these? I would absolutely steal those. Yeah. I think that would be very funny to walk into the... That would be so good to wear. I walk in wearing my uh, autographed Michael Jordan shoes and walk out wearing those. I'd probably package them in something nicer than that. So these are like uh, kind of... If I had to describe them, they look like the rolled-up shoes that an elf wears but long and flat. They can't... Kind of like shoes from... Like they look a, like shit. They look bad, like they're from Aladdin. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Like you got a... Like you dropped a curling iron on your toes. Yes, they look like you curled your toes. Catherine Wilson's pump. <laughs> uh, let's take a break here. Uh, uh. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So number 13 is, is Catherine Wilson's pump. Okay. $400,000. Catherine Wilson, the New Zealand-based designer, ruled fashion headlines when she created this wonderful piece for a charity auction. Each piece of this pair took nearly 50 hours to create, and it makes each piece of this pair... So, so what do you mean? So it took 100 hours to create both shoes? I guess. And it makes sense considering that they feature a million pounds worth of diamonds. <laughs> so... And that... And you brought... <laughs> And you brought the value of those diamonds down to $400,000. Man, we should have just... <laughs> we let this lady ruin these diamonds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every single one of those diamonds was individually pasted by hand during that time span. Wait, okay. So just this broad clagging dimes onto a bloody slip. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. So how much are these worth and how much are the diamonds worth? The diamonds? All right. The shoes are worth $400,000. Okay. The diamonds... <laughs> the shoes feature a million pounds worth of diamonds. And so then we convert that to American or possibly New Zealand dollars. Yeah. And this lady... I'm going to assume what happened here is that she spent the first, like, say, 98 hours mm. of the 100 hours that she spent making these shoes, figuring out how many diamonds she could just take and <laughs> keep. <laughs> and she finally settled on $600,000 worth. Yep, 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 yep. Fuck me. I reckon she'd probably just like sprayed some pumps with like spray on glue and just rolled them in a <laughs> fucking bank vault. I don't know. Maybe she. Maybe. Actually, maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe she chose like to take, I don't know, $630,000 worth of diamonds, mm. but then it glued all of the rest of the diamonds to like a Nike yeah. Air Max yeah. that Michael Jordan signed. Yeah. This clog is worth $50 and is made from your firstborn. Yeah. I like the idea that she just has one big diamond that you just put your foot on. Oh, that'd be nice. Maybe just some tape up the top to slip in. Like so Cinderella. Like, a big like Cinderella? Like Cinderella. Um, so those are, well, I mean, they look, I mean, it's not even like, they look, look very shiny. They're, they look like they're covered in diamonds. They're shiny, but like diamonds, I don't think, do diamonds even sparkle that much? I thought it was like Swarovski crystals or something to go like, I bleh, feel bleh, bleh. like diamonds, diamonds look great when there's one of them. So why as soon that, as there's more than one diamond, it looks kind of shitty, right? That top shoe has like a bean on the front of it and this one yeah. doesn't have a bean. Huh. I don't know. Right. Either way, we can agree that these shoes look gorgeous and I would look great on them. Oh, these ones look like shit. These look like these next ones look like the ones that I wore to my sister's wedding when I was 13. Stuart Weitzman Diamond Dream Stilettos, $500,000. How'd the, how'd the wedding go? Fine. Yeah? Yeah, I had to dance with the groom's brother and it was weird. That is weird. Were they of a similar age? No, they were like 30. Ugh. Yeah, it was weird. You were 13, dancing with a 30-year-old? I mean, it was like I was a bridesmaid. 
Ugh. Yeah, a, right. He was a boy bri- boy bridesmaid. Guy. God damn. You guy guidesmaid. Guidesmaid, just for the fellas. <laughs> just things like that. Again, just look. a shoe. It's a shoe. Yep. I feel like that is the main sentiment of this, is that all the shoes, no matter how expensive they are, just kind of look like shoes, huh? So number 12, 11, and 10 Mm. are all Stuart Weitzman shoes. Mm. Number 9 is a Stuart Weitzman shoe. It's just a popularity contest. Number 8 is a Stuart Weitzman shoe. They all pretty much look the same. Oh, all right, number 7, Tom Ford Custom by Jason Arasher-Ben. Two million dollars. Hmm. When Nick Cannon hosted the 2014 America's Got Talent, he wanted to make a statement. Blah blah blah. He wore these shoes. They look fine. They're little squares. Okay, they look kind of dumb. They're like they're again. All of these are shoes that I think look at best fine. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I feel like shoes are one of those things that I don't know how to judge like a fancy or nice shoe separate to an outfit. I just really like ugly, ugly, ugly shoes. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see more representation of that. Yeah. Number six is Stuart Weitzman again, so I don't care. Number five is Stuart Weitzman. Oh, Cinderella slippers, whatever. Number four is Stuart Weitzman, Rita Hayworth heels, three million. How difficult do you think it would be for us to make the world's most expensive shoe? We just have to make a new listing on the big cartel. Yeah. Make a shoe and then list it for whatever the price of the most expensive shoe is plus one. Which was, what What was your guess? My guess was 25 million and 12, okay. I believe. Number three, Harry Winston ruby slippers, three million. Jewelry designer Harry Winston's son, Ron Winston, wanted com- wanted to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the Hollywood classic, The Wizard of Oz. In no, the he was trying to capture that lucrative witch market. Yeah, I think he was trying to crush a witch. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking to really branch out into people who are under houses rather than in houses. <laughs> gotcha. That's how she lost the shoes, though. So I think if he gives her the shoes, then she is destined to be squinched by a house. Mm. Squinched by a house, huh? Uh, no. Okay. Um, so those are, those are what were they? Three million. All it's right. weird that that lady had the exact same size of feet as Dorothy, who's like a little girl. Yeah, well... Also, those shoes must have been scuffed the hell up after knocking them together. Knocking them together. Oh, Made yeah. out of, like, the sound would have been just like, clink, 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 clink. Yeah. It'd have been so bad. Walking down a brick road in, like, gemstone shoes. Yeah. There's no give to any of that. Yeah. And 50 other cinema <laughs> sins committed by the Wizard of Oz. All right. Oh, shit. Okay, number two. Debbie Wingham High Heels, 15.1 million. Debbie does wing them. <laughs> Debbie wings these. Debbie wing them. Yeah. Um, how much is too much for shoes? A thousand? Ten thousand? A hundred thousand? A million? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, from- yes, 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 yes. A thousand times yes. Dude, if you started at $400, I would have been like, yes, absolutely. $300 each. And how much is too few shoes? Zero, one, two, three. Uh. Fuck off. Well, try 15.1 million. Commissioned as a birthday present, this frightfully expensive pair was designed by Debbie Wingham, who is no stranger when it comes to creating luxury items. The heels are set with some of the costliest and rarest gemstones in the world, like blue and pink diamonds, which explains the ridiculous price tag. Whoa, the whoa, body whoa. of the shoe is crafted from platinum, while the plaque... Plaque? Plaque is pure gold. The remainder of these shoes is made of leather, but feature 24-karat gold paint. So wait, it's platinum... Then leather painted with gold. Painted and with actual with gold, yeah. Pink and blue diamonds on it. Yeah, you're gonna love to see these, Tom. 
But also the yeah, last... Yeah, I'm really excited to see Deborah Wingham's Every Colour Shoes. The remainder of these shoes is made of leather but feature 24-karat gold paint. 18 18-karat gold threat used for stitch in this priceless pair. Uh-huh. I feel like this is going to be... I'm trying to picture what these are like, and all I can do is picture when I was a kid and I mixed all the colours together to create rainbow paint and it just came out brown. Like, these are just going to be brown leather brogues. I cannot believe how right I was. <laughs> They're just brown! How are they brown? Look at this idiot. She's about to eat these shoes. They're on a cake stand. She said so many colours. <sighs> Why are they brown? They're like brown high heels. With a whole bunch of cutouts. They look like uh, if you made Xena's clothes into a shoe. They fucking do. It looks like a Xena. God damn it. Anyway, the most expensive pair of shoes. Oh, should we get a drum roll going? Yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess they're, that they're probably worth $17 million. I saw you look down. No, I, I haven't saw... scrolled down to them yet. Sh- I can see you <laughs> scrolling up. Demi? Yeah. Show me the computer. No. What? Now I'm scrolling down. Oh, my God. What? I don't believe it. Uh-huh. I don't believe I was right. I can't believe I got it right. Did you get it right? Yeah, I did. Well, congratulations. Fair game. Well played. Jada Dubai and Passion Jewelers Passion Diamond Shoes. Most expensive shoes, 17 million is what the number one is called. <laughs> Jada Dubai and Passion Jewelers have collaborated to create the world's most expensive footwear. Priced at okay. 17 million, the stiletto heel pumps are embedded with a pair of 15 carat D-grade diamonds. <laughs> There are a further 238 diamonds used to create the trim. So is that a diamond-grade diamond? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That looks expensive to stand in. That looks expensive and also very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Just, hey, you ever thought about what it would be like if you had more right angles on your body? It's a kind of a... That's a stiletto, right? It's a stiletto with an arc to it that is roller coaster-esque. Yeah. Like it is pretty much 90 degrees down. It looks like something you want to pour a blended foot into. Well, hope your ankle's got an elbow in it because you're going to need it. It looks fucked up. It looks real bad. Yeah, it's so expensive because it's something you put on someone you want to keep in a stress position. Do you think and anyone they know has, the torture is bad. anyone has ever worn these. Mm. Anyway. I would be go. very surprised if anyone had worn them. That's an expensive shoe. Oh, wait, here's, there's some cool uh, comments, I think. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, Mason. Bruh, I would rather have a supercar collection than those shoes. <laughs> cool, Mason. <laughs> Great news, dude. You're not going to get either. Or actually, do you think that's a guy who's like, hey, I own this $17 million shoe. Would love to sell for a Ford Mustang. <laughs> Just one. All right, um, Agodo Dominic Mario says, wow, these are really pricey shoes here. Obviously, they are worn for their luxury sake. Nonetheless, I thought a Gucci product should have come in, and even the likes of Baluti. And then Edie says, facts, bro. Nice. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Okay. There are two shoes that you missed. Whatever, dude. Roman Gray. Madness. Absolute madness. While people live in poverty, the only thing that can justify this is if the meaning of everything is objectively nihilistic. Mm. Madness. This cunt wants people to eat the diamond shoe. <laughs> Why wants my children to chip their teeth on the blue and pink diamonds of, I don't know, whatever the fuck that was. Madness, madness. Big Flash game fan there. (laughs) 
17, Guy Phoenix says, 17 coincidentally being my favourite number. Hell yeah, Guy. Thanks, Guy. Also, that's good to know that they make Guy Phoenixes now. I thought they were just doing birds still, but now there's a fella that can catch on fire and there's like a baby in some dirt. <laughs> oh, man. Are you laughing at the comments or are you even like half listening to me? I'm li- no, I'm listening to you. I'm just, there, there was a good good comment where someone said, <laughs> I kind of like the gingerbread house ones. <laughs> Once again, the gingerbread house ones were worth $15 million. God damn. <clears throat> <laughs> Holy shit. That's so funny that a lady took a million dollars worth of materials and made $400,000 shoes. It's so fucking good. Just it's ruining so good. shit. Just ruining it. And Seb says, I want to eat them because they look like a gingerbread house. <laughs> okay, we got a gingerbread guy in the chat. This guy loves ginger and bread. Laura Dunlap says, I wouldn't buy none of them. <laughs> How much was the the least expensive one? It was like $10,000? The least expensive ones. I'll go back to the top of the list. The least expensive ones were... Jesus. Yeah, $10,000, and God then the damn. next step up was $26,000. i am really glad that I haven't spent $10,000 on shoes yet. But maybe yet. next year. Yeah, I think, you know, it's any time now. Yeah. That could be a big hit to the old net worth. <laughs> All right, that's, that's enough. What was that? There's something falling down outside. Oh. Oh, it's getting windy. Holy shit. Ooh. Oh, my God, the rain is sideways. Yeah. What the fuck? Hmm. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy out there. Oh, fuck, it looks miserable. Yeah. Good thing we are, once again, inside and plan to be that way for the rest of time. For the rest of our lives. Man, it's, yeah. Can't wait to not leave. I feel like I'm... It's kind of sinking in a little bit now where I'm like, I would love to leave the house to go work somewhere. Yeah. Just for a change of scenery. Yeah, I've been thinking that a lot too. Sitting in something that's just been soaking up my farts for like three weeks. Yeah. Can't sit down too hard or it'll just waft yeah. them all up into me. Yeah, it's been soaking up your farts, but I've, I've been pulling them back out with my schnoz. So Thanks, babe. What, um, how does this story go with the skin, man? So the guy uh, has a back tattoo. That's Is this gonna, a am I going to be able artist. to read this and still be surprised after you tell the story? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Who's it by? Roald Dahl. Is it a long story? No, it's a short story. Okay, tell me about uh, it. What's it called? Skin. Thanks. Uh, the guy gets a back tattoo and he finds out that it's uh, he kind of interrupts this gallery opening or of a showing and reveals that he has a work of this artist tattooed on his back and a mysterious woman, um, a, pro- a man, sorry, uh, approaches him and is like, sir, I have an offer for you. All you need to do is come with me and I'll take care of you for the rest of your life, okay? And then when you eventually pass away, you know, God forbid it happens soon, but when you eventually pass away of natural causes, after I pay you this weekly salary for the rest of your life, I will harvest this art from your body. And the guy like is like, uh, oh, okay, that sounds like a great deal. Immediately shoots him. In, like a few days later, they exhibit a new painting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying that that is the same thing as those Nikes with a 3M on it. We're doing <laughs> that, but to a tradie. <laughs> 
just finding a guy at the work site and being like, my man, my man, <laughs> I will keep you well fed. I will keep you in uh, good tidings. I will moisturize your sweet glowing vest. God, that reminds me of something. All right, man. That, that reminds me of an awesome tweet that I saw. Can I, can I just quickly find it and show it to you? Sure. Okay, you you might have seen this before, mm. but it makes me f- it makes me so fucking happy. Um, so uh, Wood Muffin on Twitter tweeted, "Mary Shelley deserves credit not only as a successful female writer in the nineteenth century, but as the only inventor of a Halloween monster. Every other monster was created through folklore or myth, but Frankenstein's monster has just one mind behind it." And then um, at Jaggings replied. I actually came up with a Frankenstein creature independently before I knew about her one. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you won't hear about it because as a white cis male, my voice will be drowned out. And then that shrugging emoji. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone says, did you come up with a Frankenstein monster before 1817? And he says, it's irrelevant because I came up with it independently. But sure, ignore that to suit your feminist narrative. (laughs) Actually, I think you'll find that imagining Frankenstein is an inherently masculine trait. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is definitely a guy who just thought of a big, scary fella. (laughs) Actually, uh, I'm just as smart as Bram Stoker because I have bitten. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so good. so good. Mm, Okay. Okay, honey. Okay, feminists will really come in and say that a guy (laughs) can't invent Frankenstein. No, you don't see. I've never read a book by a dame. <laughs> Does he mean like he was eight years old and he was like a scary big guy with bolts in his neck? Well, even then, it's like how old How old could you possibly be to not have... When do you think you heard of Frankenstein? Yeah, I definitely had... Or like, you know, just the, the image of the Frankenstein yeah. through Scooby-Doo. I mean, you get yeah. that when you're like five or something, uh, Yeah, I right? reckon I was... I was going to say, I reckon I was five when I was like, that's a Frankenstein. Yes, it's one of the first kinds of scary thing that you're introduced to because yeah. it's just a guy with some sewing marks on. Yeah. It's not very scary. Uh, actually, that guy's name isn't Dr. <laughs> Dr. What's his name? Victor <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. Actually, that guy's name isn't um, Dr. Frankenstein. His name is Frankenstein the Monster's Dad. So <laughs> get it right. When Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein, because it was like at a... Just like a hanging out with all their friends, they right? They were like stuck inside. I think it was that she was with two she other... She was with Byron and her husband. Yeah, I and th- I think they were there. snowed in. Yeah, right. Or maybe there was just... I, for some reason, I feel like they were snowed in and like they were there for a couple of days and they were like, all right, let's have a competition because they were bored. Yeah. And they were like, let's write, let's let's all write stories. And Byron was like, I don't know, the story of the boner that wouldn't go down yeah. or something. Yeah, he was I think famously that is horny. Wrote. Yeah. What's something, that, what's something that's scary but horny? Uh, you put your dick in the pussy and you don't stop going in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're being, it's like somebody hit the flush button on the pussy yeah. and you're like, whoa, yeah. start spinning. Your whole body gets sucked in. Damn, you got to meet my girlfriend. She got that aeroplane toilet pussy. <laughs> so <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> 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 falling through space forever more i suppose yeah yeah probably yeah anyway please no <laughs> smoking in my girlfriend's pussy yeah please. or on the tarmac let's <laughs> think some other scary horny things all right yeah what okay. else is scary and horny well i suppose you know what you couldn't you can't not say vampires like they're horny they are very they seem horny. to like to seduce but then they don't actually want to fuck they just want to suck 
Which honestly, fine by me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a leave. <laughs> beef's yeah, biting on the neck is so horny. Yeah. If I what about yeah, because the only other places are like the inner thigh and the armpit, and those are both horny as well. What about the nips? Well, there's not much blood there. Oh, you're talking about okay. I thought you were I'm saying that those were the only horny places. Was that neck, armpit, and thigh? No, sorry. Yeah, let me expand on my horny places to bite list: left <laughs> ball, right ball, <laughs> middle of the balls, Eyes. butthole, directly on the rim of the butthole. <laughs> kind of biting all around the edge of the butthole, like yeah. you're trying to get the salt off a margarita glass. <laughs> Treating the butthole like a bread bowl. Um, the skin tags, I guess, are a fun place to bite. Um. Yeah, I guess everywhere is sexy to bite if you're doing it with a smile. Like, if forehead, like ah. forehead, if you've got, like, tongs to, like, pinch out a bit of skin that you can nibble on, I, go, I goes. Yeah, if you're already measuring your partner's head to see if you're a good match. Yeah. So if you've already got the calipers out, you can probably just squeeze some to, uh, squeeze some forehead into a fucking yeah. nub and bite it. You can maybe put some stem cells in there so you can, like, grow extra ears to bite on their back, maybe. Mm, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But so, wait, wait. What about Swamp, like the monster from the Black Lagoon, but he's wearing just like one of those micro bikinis? Oh. It's like an inch of fabric and he's going like, ah. I don't think he would be allowed to be horny. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think Isn't so. Isn't that exactly what Shape of Water is, though? It's that but horny? No, that's just a fish. Oh. Creature it's just a fish? I haven't seen it. I thought it was a I fish guy. I think it's just a fish. <laughs> you think it's just I like think a... It's just a fish. A lady falling in love with a carp? Yeah, I think she falls in love with Rainbow Fish because he's so generous and gives away his beautiful scales. <laughs> okay, good. Who wouldn't? I um, did. Something else that's sexy and that's sexy and scary. You better say sexy and horny. I could show yes. you heaps of pictures if you want. I, I would love about to. the internet. Maybe I'll just type sexy horny into Google image search and watch the day fly by. <laughs> so uh, uh, scary horny monsters. So like yeah. who can't who isn't let's maybe a better maybe let's quickly think of who isn't horny as monster. Well, Frankenstein obviously is. He's horny, maybe he gets a like wife eventually and then stops being horny, obviously. Billenstein, his brother. I'm mad at you. Why? I'm really cross. Right. I understand. <laughs> Just doesn't have that vibe, you know? He's kind of like the Billy Baldwin of the Frankenstein family. Uh, it's like, I guess he looks kind of like Frankenstein, but you can tell that his bolts are like a little bit off. Mummies? They're probably horny for daddies. Yes. <laughs> I don't think mummies can get boners. Or wet. I think that... If you were a nice person mummifying the mummy, you'd leave, you'd take all the organs out but leave all the genitals on. Wouldn't it be great if you were a mummy with a penis and they so you know how they wrap your body and they wrap everything, they wrapped it all individually and then just wrapped around the penis just yeah. on its own? So yeah. you've just got a bandagey penis. That'd be so nice. That would be nice. Leave that thing hanging for all eternity. But then if you're a mummy with like a vagina, they give you a real camel toe and they're like <laughs> Forks to you, bitch. Yeah. God, they um Oh man, every time I think about Gendals now, I think about that cyberpunk customization thing. Yeah. Where it's like you can have either penis A, penis B, pussy, or none. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole nun down there, huh? I got a she's whole scary. nun, yeah. yeah. She's she is scary. She's one of the scarier beings from the conjuring universe. My mum always used to tell me that nuns were famously horny. Really? She, yeah, but I don't know whether she Wait, she told you it? Yeah. When the fuck did this come up? 
Well, I don't. She would just like talk about. She'd be like, "No, no, nuns are really horny." And I was like, "When?" Well, I thought they were like, I don't know. When I was like, "Were what? you talking about nuns or what?" I think I made some comment about how like, oh yeah, nuns are like. Maybe we we're watching Sister Act, and I was like, "Oh yeah, nuns don't fuck, huh?" And mum was like, no, nuns are super horny. And I was like, but they don't have sex. She's like, no, but they, like, I don't know, candlesticks or whatever. <laughs> She'd be like. Holy shit. Anyway, I was, was going to say, that's like cool. one of the okay places to bring that up, I guess. Or I can understand. But I thought it was just your mum being like, nuns are horny, you know. Pointing at a nun. Yeah. Still, it's fucked up to be like, no, they fuck candlesticks. <laughs> I think it was a joke because I think she was like, all right, lights out, girls. I think that's what she said to me. <laughs> So, um, but now the nun from the Conjuring universe could probably do whatever she wants. Yeah, but I don't think she is naturally horny. I think she's scarier. Than yes, horny. I agree. None of the ladies who scare people are horny. Yeah, they are. What about the one with the big mouth? That's like, do you think I'm pretty? Oh yeah. I think she's kind of horny. Lady. I think she's probably more angry. She's she's angry. They're all angry except the it follows monster. I feel like it follows monster. Oh, it is follows horny. monster is inherent. Wait, yeah, very horny because it just watches people fuck and then is like, now and then it come wants to fuck get you. you. Yeah. Jason. Jason. Nah, he's just crazy. What about Jason? But he has like a little cod piece of a hockey mask as well. Oh, that might be nice. Little Jason down there. Little Jason down there. What's crazy about those movies is Freddy's it takes, very horny. Yeah, Freddy. Ugh. But they keep going back and forth and being like, "He's a pedophile. He's not a pedophile. He's a pedophile. He's not I a think pedophile. they really. He's phased one of the out worst the, pedophiles. Yeah, I think they really phased out pedophile after the first few movies because they were like, actually, maybe it's better if he just murders. No, but they had one where they brought it back, like that weird gritty reboot in like the noughties or something. I think it was like after Hostel had started. I remember because we watched some of them together. Yeah. And like in the first one, they they were definitely like. He murdered children. After and they, yeah, they said yeah, it louder. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but then yeah. in like one of the ones from like the Audies or something, he was. They were like, and now he's a pedophile again. Yeah, remember? Why is the movie was. not doing as well? <laughs> he's st- also he's still funny, which yeah. is something we introduced after he wasn't a pedophile. Bitch. <laughs> That's so funny to have his pa- his patch phrase be the same as Jesse from Break Bad. Yeah. I mean, great minds think alike. You know? Oh man, Freddy, Jesse, Freddy versus Jesse sequel Ooh, to Freddy versus Jason. I love it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I've got something cooking for you. Oh yeah, do you, bitch? <laughs> yes, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, he's gonna give. He's gonna hand Freddy an L Camino, a lost Camino. Hmm. Anyway, that's been big soft. Oh up man, on that. <laughs> no, let's keep going for a bit. All right, what, what about what about another horny? Oh yeah, ghosts. Ghosts, hell yes. Ghosts, I think are horny. It, ghosts should be horny because it's like a maybe it's a bed sheet and then you put put on like a black light and you're like Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's, it's like, like a ghost, but a hotel bed sheet. Well, it's like the two holes for the eyes of the ghost, and then there's just a big stain right under those two holes. I think. <laughs> two holes, then a much bigger big hole. glowing stain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I didn't know it was going to storm. Oh, no, my plant's upstairs. I'm going to have to shade them. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. That was us. I don't know if it got picked up on the mic, but there was a big thunder. And a lightning. Yeah. 
Very, and actually, very frightening. the thing that's on the slab upstairs is stirring, so we got to go and uh, flip the big switch that makes it stand up or whatever. <laughs> Must have been so boring being Frankenstein and waiting for like the right amount of lightning. Uh, 130 gigawatts or some shit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Not even... No, you didn't have your heart in that. You didn't have your fucking appendix in it. Nah. That was an entirely demulous sentence, I dude. Had, I had probably a couple toenails in there. I guess. But not intentionally. They just flew in there when you were clipping them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. I had a thing to say. What function... We found this sentence. We found this riff at the scene of the crime, but it's got no DNA in it. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a single trace of heart in it at all. Not a, even a skerrick of demi in that riff. Yeah, well... Completely fingerprintless. <laughs> I was just going to say, what are the functions of the bolts in his neck? Huh. Because they're not they're just going through like a perfectly good neck. Maybe they show you where the neck is. Here's the neck. So Frankenstein, yeah, the doctor <laughs> could be like, all right, now remember, the head goes on top of the bolts. Because <laughs> he was putting together, him together on a table, so he didn't want to, like, mess it up. Well, I think because he was like, this is my son that he was making. And, yeah. you know, the do uh, Dr. Um, uh, Frankenstein's father, yes, <laughs> Dr. Frankenstein, yeah. um, always wore a scarf. And he had bolts in his neck, and he was like, this is my boy. Yeah, he right. He put bolts on there, I think. Yeah, it might be like a signature. Yeah. Yeah. One of the bolts had Franken written on it, and the yeah. other one had Steinsmons. <laughs> <laughs> then the back of the other one had... Uh, Hello, my name is Dr. Frankensteinsmons' dad. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my boy. Please. Frankensteinsmons' dad's son is what his name oh is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine the... <laughs> Frankenstein's monster, the bri bride of Frankenstein. The, what about the bridezilla of Frankenstein? And oh. she's like, make me some bridesmaids. Make me bridesmaids. Yeah, we need to have the most supplicant people made into bridesmaids for Frankenstein's bridezilla. They're not big enough. And the bridesmaids, she still, like, even though they're made to be her best friend, she still fucking hates them when they leave the room. Yeah, we have some made bridesmaids here and we've yeah. actually built in bitching about each other. <laughs> like, a bit of a bit of conflict. Yeah, we got the maid bride and we got the maid bride's maids. And the maid bride's maids are real cunts. Yeah, we fucking hate them. <laughs> Made them that way. Yeah. Hey, uh, Frankenstein's monster. Hey, it's me, your dad. I don't want to take some wind out of yourselves, but your bride has asked me to make her a male stripper with which to cheat on you with. <laughs> And uh, and then she like demands they're like I want a dog for our new home, but he still gets human body parts to make the dog. <laughs> yeah, puts it on the slab. He's <laughs> it's like, all no. I know. No, you say woof woof. Yeah. He's like, w uh, hi, um, woof. I am Frank. <laughs> uh, still got some of the old parts in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Frankenstein's mom. <laughs> Frankenstein, the bride of Frankenstein going to, like a dancing bear night. <laughs> Uh, uh, why did they try kill that guy, Frankenstein? Bad vibes. Bad vibes, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just got bad vibes. Have you seen the movie? Because in the movie they try like the I've original movie. I've seen Young movie. Frankenstein with oh, Peter see. Boyle. Well, uh, in the in like old black and white movie, they kill him because <laughs> it's it's a pretty comedic beat. He just chucks a girl in a creek. <laughs> Like there's a little girl by the creek and she's throwing bread into the ducks or whatever, and he's and she's like, 
look, you can do it. And he does it. He like throws bread into the ducks. And he's like, uh, 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 <laughs> and does it to her. And it's like a foot high. But kids, they didn't make him good in those days. So did she die? Yeah. Oh man, the, the ducks tore her apart. Yeah. yeah, she shouldn't have gone in with all that bread in her pockets. <laughs> this baby Virginia Wolf suicide by duck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny though. Yeah. Man, do you want to? No, not now. Okay, cool. All uh, right. I love Young Frankenstein though. Okay. So. Well, our society is ageist. Putting on the Ritz. All right, thank you so much for listening. BigSoftTitty.png. Uh, we are going to end this with a dedication to that little girl who got turned, torn apart by ducks and her death was blamed on Frankenstein. <coughs> those yeah. fucking quackers were allowed to yeah. keep walking the creek. Yeah, didn't you want to sing her a song, Tom? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, okay. Well, you went in the water. <laughs> And I felt so sorry, because all this time I thought that the duck meant, no worry, you won't get killed by that bird. And then, oh, I heard about the fate of the girl whose coat was lined with bread. <laughs> they started with the head, because they got so lost. They used their bills to check inside your eyes, oh my god, loss. <laughs> Probably edit that out. And next they got the arms, and they meant a lot of harm. The legs were left because they were stringy, oh, go back to the farm. They used their bills to check under the fingernails. All the ducks, they filled her coat, and then they did not fail to eat her. <laughs> oh, the girl that was eaten by the ducks, it turns out she didn't have good luck. The girl that was eaten by the quackers, she didn't like to eat her crackers. She only wanted bread. Her coat was filled with wheat. <laughs> Maybe she was killed by the ducks because, like, she was just hucking full loaves of bread at them and to killing hurt them. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a fucking sourdough. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.